Alright, here we go. Let's make this happen in 3, 2, 1, Monday, November 8th, 2021. It's me. It's me. That's the favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line. You think you would have Mr. Fermi, but you don't. Tonight, two special guests back again on Maction. First, Big Cat. How you doing? It feels a bit, a little bit like an upgrade without Fermi, but um, I guess we're just going to have to try to fill the void. Oh my god, we got an extra hour of daylight, and he's already throwing shade. Also on the line, Big Z. CZ, what's going on, brother? Not much. I'm basking in the glory of 5 and 5, which on this podcast makes us all stars. That is true. Uh, that is true. I did go 2 and 1. I should have went 3 and 0 oh this past weekend. Mr. Fermi went 5 and 2. Axon Jackson, eh, I think he went like 3 and 2 overall, which is pretty good. Um, give us a quick rundown here, guys. We like to keep these Monday podcasts. You know, we'll keep you on and we'll keep these things flying. But give us a little recap of last week. I'll start with the big cat, then we'll go over to CZ and we'll wrap around. But tell me what you thought of the opening weekend of Maction and anything that stuck out to you this past weekend. Yeah, five and five. Uh, you know, we, we really nailed. We had some big hits. The chip was we were popping the Pimpleton and he was popping. We, uh, we we knew John Zell would deliver, um, and we knew the Bobcats would, would reign supreme, to which they did. CZ? Yeah, I mean, it, it felt good about what we did right. Uh, you know, there was an over in that Battle of the Ohio's that was 14 nothing at half, and I think we had the under 62, 57, something high. You're sitting pretty, you almost want to go take a nap. You know, if you run with the homer, you're going to bed at about 8 p.m. We stayed up and uh, got backdoored on that over, like, 40 points in the fourth quarter. You know, Goosey were falling along with us. It was just, just heartbreaking. Kept us from going into positive for the week. But, uh, yeah, EMU showed us something that we weren't expecting. We thought the Rockets would handle them. So there's somebody we like this week uh, trending upwards. And uh, we just completely whiffed on, on Jack Sorensen. I mean, just who knew that he was going to do the best Jerry Rice impression I've ever seen. It, it happens. I mean, you know, you, you, the the commentators bring it out. It starts to get hyped up. You may see some line shifts. You may see some high totals or even some high spreads. Uh, looking at tomorrow night, you got Buffalo, Miami of Ohio. Buffalo minus eight, over under fifty seven and a half. You got Akron getting twenty five at Western Michigan, over under sixty two, and then Eastern Michigan minus six and I'm sorry, minus five and a half, over under sixty. Gentlemen, three games starting tomorrow night. What do we like? I'm going to kick us off first with uh, Buffalo, Miami. Um, as, as we kind of all saw, Miami really had, had a great offense late, but in the first half could not do anything against the Bootcats. Um, Buffalo, if you look at them, they've averaged 38 and a half over the last four. You got Kyle Vantries, who did get hurt in the last game in, in a drubbing to Bowling Green. Um, he's been thrown since 2017. He did not practice today, but I just did check the depth chart, and he is atop it. Um, Dylan McDuffie may or may not be in relation to O.J. McDuffie. I couldn't find anything on that today. He's a running back, averaging over 110 um, over the last three. So the numbers will indicate that Miami's defense is elite, but they're, they're not. Um, I, I think we think that uh, Buffalo covers this one, and you know the over is also, also in play, but our, our primary play is going to be Buffalo plus 7.5. CZ, agree, disagree? 
Uh, we're in agreement on that. You know, Buffalo's got a little extra rest here. Not everybody participated in action last week, so the Buffs and Bowling Green played actually on Saturday when normal people do. Um, so a little time to rest up, a little extra scouting. You know, those Mac guys, they're in the film room. Um, fun fact about Stritz and his inside info on the injury, he actually subscribes to the Buffalo Athletic Trainers OnlyFans, and he messaged me <laughs> and got those deeds on Van Trees. So we're going deep for you guys, just so you know. Listen, if if, if you're if that's an only fan that you're gonna choose, you might as well choose the University of Buffalo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nothing on Akron, Western Michigan, or Ohio, Eastern Michigan. Any thoughts on those two games? Even just general? Yeah, I've got got a little bit on Akron and Western Michigan. I mean, you said twenty five. We've seen twenty six, which you know, screams stay away because when matching gets going, you know, anything can happen. But when you look at the metrics, you know, Akron's bottom 10% in the country, both offense and defense. Western Michigan in the top quartile in the country on both of those metrics. So as the home team, you know, coming off a great game, it was real back and forth high score. You know, Akron was scrappy enough. You know, ended up covering that game. You know, we didn't think they would against Ball State. Scored some points late, kind of like we thought they would with the back door. Um, we're going to stay away from that line because it screams heartbreak. But I actually really love the over. Uh, we've got it at 62. Western Michigan's going to score 40 in their sleep on Akron, you, you know, possibly 50. So if the Zips can scrape across, you know, 10, 13, 14 points, which I think they can, um, that's going to be an easy over hit. The only issue with the Western Michigan defense is all their metrics are great. I think I mentioned their scoring D is bad. It's because they can't take the ball away. Three turnovers on the whole year. So if they can force a pick, maybe a fumble ruski here or there, um, that score could really get out of hand, but but we're going with you over on that game. It's hard to not see how Western Michigan doesn't put up fifty two by themselves. Like it just doesn't seem like they have the 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 ability to stop scoring if they really want to. And I and I know that they've kind of been down for for a couple weeks. I mean, I know the points are up there, but it's. I mean, they were projected to win. You know what I mean? The MAC and and they might not even make the. They might not even make the uh, the conference championship game the way they're playing right now. Yeah, this might have something to prove here too. Maybe a little score run up, you know, some style points uh, against one of the bottom dwellers. Anything on Ohio? Yeah. Oh, good. So I'm sorry, Big Cat. Go ahead. I was just going to say, don't forget Sky with two Ys. That's the limit for uh, Sky Moore and those uh, those WMU Broncos. Yeah, it, it was. Oof. It was an easy over, that's for sure. Um, Anything on Ohio, Eastern Michigan? Yeah, so that's also Tuesday nights. Um, our pick there is Eastern Michigan to cover. Um, we kind of like the over there. We're going to just pick the cover for them. They're minus six, so they're going to win by a touchdown or more. You know, the Bobcats are coming off a high. We, we took them last week to cover. Even mentioned a money line sprinkle. They ended up winning that game outright against uh, Miami of Ohio. I think they're riding high. Classic letdown game. You know, they're still one of the the worst teams in the MAC, um, not a great road team, pretty awful road team at that. So they got the, you know, the high win at home last week. Doing a little traveling this week. Uh, EMU is the one place where there's a little bit of chance of rain. So you know, Ohio, if they're going to do anything well, they're going to maybe toss around a little bit. So if we've got some wet, wet hands and wet balls, I like EMU even more. But we're taking minus six there to cover for Eastern Michigan and Ypsilanti. You know, Eastern Michigan is um, the only team 
uh, I'm sorry, there's two teams with overs hitting more frequently than unders, and it's NIU and EMU. They're both five and four on the year. Everyone else is four and five and three and six. Ugly for overs in the in the MAC. Um, I'm just kind of curious, you know, headed into Wednesday's game. There's some names in the past that would call for overs. Toledo Bowling Green, over under 50.5. Toledo minus 10. Ball State minus 2.5, over under 62.5. And, and then um, Kent State Central Michigan, over under 75. Uh, Central Michigan minus 2. My goodness. Why is the highest total on the board the, 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 the best one to take, in my opinion? We feel the same way. I've got that over. Honestly, um, you know, I actually, that's going to be the bonus pick. I'm going to take both picks in that game. Minus two and a half, Central Michigan. We like that cover. Uh, great home team. McElwain's got him humming. You know, if he wants to come back to Gainesville, I'm ready to send Mullen up to Central Michigan. Just absolutely <laughs> disgusted what's happening there. Side note. Um, just got awful. He can, you know, he can recruit. Up in the Midwest, I'm sure, but in the Southeast, he's really, really pretty crappy. But I mean, 75, right? That's one of those crazy numbers. You're thinking Texas Tech, Oklahoma, or something in Fun Belt. But uh, when you look at the metrics of these offenses, and neither defense can stop a soul, you see what they both did last week, putting up in the 40s. I mean, first team to 50 toward the end of the third quarter might win this thing. So, you know, barring, you know, the weather looks great. Barring, you know, some unfortunate turnovers or something going on, somebody getting hurt, it's off to the races. Um, famous last words, but, but we love that over. Um, it's actually moved a half a point since this morning. I, so I think maybe people are on it as well. Certainly will be fun to watch. Big Cat, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I kind of love, I love that over. Um, I just, you know, we CMU had a really, you know, pivotal pivotal scores on special teams last week that really changed the game against uh, WMU, came back 14 down. I think they're going to put up points, and you know we're going to segue into the NIU game, but the, the Kent State offense, my God, 31 points in the second quarter last week against uh, NIU. It's, they, they can put up points, and they, they showed it. What do you think, so, about, what do you think about this NIU game, then? Uh, you know, last week we said NIU money line plus three and a half. And sometimes they say, you know, if you if you burn once, it's on you. Um, if you burn twice, well, it's going to be on us, guys. We're going NIU plus two and a half. I would even say go money line if you want to. The big key in this game, it's all going to be around the metrics. It's the running game. Um, we talked about um, Mr. Ducker last week. They need to go back to him more and more and more. Um, but when you look at it, you know, Ball State played Akron, and they couldn't even stop Jonzo. That's like, you know, it's like trying to stop Hamilton. Not his cousin, actually Hamilton, um, on defense, which is which is obviously just shouldn't, shouldn't be done. Um, when you look at it, 221.4 yards rushing. If the Huskies get 200 yards, they're going to win. Um, and, you know, I, I, ultimately, I ultimately think Ball State just didn't show us enough. The fact that their favorite is somewhat surprising. Um, but, you know, I, I guess people are high on Johan Styler and Justin Hall from that big receiving game they had last week. I don't understand how NIU is the dog in this, especially with Ball State on the road. Plitt has not played well this year. They're, they were supposed to be like, you know, kind of an overturning machine here. 
Big Cat, I don't see it. Uh, ZZ, I, I don't understand. I agree with you 100%. NIU is just hucking and chucking this ball around. They're really, they're, recently, their rush game is top 15 in the country. Yeah, their defense blows. But, I mean, you know, what, what does Ball State have on defense? Nothing. Nothing, really. I, I just don't, I don't get this at all. And, and I agree. NIU, I think, should should cruise in this game. Uh, CZ, are you on the same side with this or no? You have a little different opinion. No, I, I feel the same way. You know, we liked NIU for a reason last week. I called them the class of the MAC, and then they kind of let us down. I think, you know, Kent State just was, you know, had so much mo that whole game on offense that it just got away from them. But, yeah, you know, the home dog, all states scuffled around with the zips last week. Like, they didn't show us the damn thing. So, uh, this this is just fishy to me. Um, I don't want to overthink it, but, but NIU money line seems like a really solid play. Over under 62 and a half, you know, hard, hard to make that. You know, Ball States, you know, gave us our under um, last week. Uh, couldn't move the ball terribly well. You know, they could have a little trouble doing it here too. So we'll stay away from that and just stick with the NIU money line pick. Anything on that Toledo uh, Bowling Green game? Yeah, the, the one team that we didn't get to introduce to you yet is uh, the Bowling Green Falcons. Um, their actually color isn't green if you've never seen them. They're actually uh, a, a orange and a terrible looking brown. Yeah. Um, Old McDonald, their quarterback, Matt McDonald, the BC transfer, um, has not gotten a click in that much. He did um, have four TDs and 250 plus against uh, the win um, in Buffalo in the Dome. Tyrion Stewart's another guy. He went for 11 for 170. Um, so it's, you know, pretty explosive plays, but he hasn't gotten, they haven't really gotten moving a ton this year. You know, Toledo, um, we, you know Kovac's going to get probably 150. You know what you saw out of Finn last week. He's probably going to sling the ball around to a number of different players. It, it's just the over-unders of 51. I know that says, you know, maybe that says trap because it's so low, but there's no trap here. Take that over and probably kick your feet up after the third. Oh, I love third quarter over CZ. <laughs> that's how I make my money, man. I know. That's how we all get to go to sleep early because we're getting old. Um, <laughs> that's the other thing that works. You know, the, the funny thing about Bowling Green is if I were to tell you they had the 12th best pass defense in the country, you'd probably call me crazy, but I wouldn't be lying to you. So... You know, they're doing some things right. They put up a ton of points against Buffalo. Here's another team, for what it's worth, getting the extra, you know, three, four days of rest because they played last last Saturday. Um, so I think they'll be able to score enough. I mean, their offense is god-awful. Toledo's defense is supposed to be good. What did that get us last week? Um, we picked the Rockets for that purpose, and they gave up, you know, 1,000 yards of offense. So, um, yeah, 51 here seems awkwardly low. Again, this is just like the... Uh, the Akron WMU game. If the sort of bottom feeder here can scratch up 14 to 17 points, which I think they can, it's an easy over. Um, so, you know, the Toledo line of minus 10 going on the road, these home road spits in the Mac are making me go cross-eyed, but uh, I think I like the over there with Big Cat. I'll never turn down an over. Gentlemen, tomorrow, college basketball starts. Nothing like getting ready for the Calcutta where we really lose all our money. Um <laughs> Kansas minus four over under 144 against Michigan State and the other blue blood here Duke minus one and a half over under 149 against Kentucky um, anything else in there or any insight into those games or 
anything that you're seeing on uh, on tomorrow night to get the college basketball season started? Yeah, I read up on those Kentucky Wildcats and how Calipari's are sort of redone. You know, his strategy this year. A lot of transfer portal guys, some more upperclassmen. This isn't you know the McDonald's five star you know, all Americans like it used to be. I like that long term. I don't like that first game of the season, right? These transfer guys, they need some time to mesh. The, the new rules of the NCAA, they don't have a ton of practice time. They're making them go to class, uh, which I don't understand. Just pass them like they used to back in the 90s, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go against Kentucky there. And then same thing with these early season tournaments, right? I feel like Izzo just always has those kids coached up and solid. They're going to grind it out, you know, weasel out some win where they score 55 points. Um, and, and, you know, they beat teams with more talent kind of early in the season. And then they give it all away in conference play. But what I like is, though, in some of these first games with the discipline and, and his way of coaching. Big Cat? Well, the one, I'm going to go non-conventional, a team you don't usually hear ranked in the top 25, and that is St. Bonaventure. Mark Schmidt, one of the best uh, coaches you've probably never heard of in college basketball. They are ranked 23rd in the country. They start out with Siena, favored by 19 and a half. Some, some might see it up to 20. Um, this is a great time to hop on, hop on the bodies and, and watch them just cruise. I'll tell you what, you know me, I love overs, but here's an under that I actually like. Texas Tech, North Florida, over under 143. Texas Tech is not, like everyone conflates Texas Tech football with Texas Tech basketball, and that is a bad thing. They play a really tight, really solid defense. I don't know a lot about North Florida, but I can tell you what, it is not easy to fly from there where they're at to Lubbock. And so, you know, I could see Texas Tech winning this game 83-47, 83-50. I don't see North Florida putting up 60, and I really don't see Texas Tech getting over 85, uh, to be quite honest with you. So if there was a game that I'd play on the under, it would actually be Texas Tech basketball. I think they're going to tighten it up. I think they're going to, uh, you know, Adams, the coach they brought in, um, is a longtime favorite. They're going to play hard for them. Uh, minus 23, I don't know. Early early in the game, it's it's tough to, 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 to think that someone could hit like a late three or, or you know, backdoor you there. So I'm going to stay away from that. Um, but that total, I do like uh, the under 143, actually, for Texas Tech, North Florida. Um, at 8 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Gentlemen, another very solid podcast. Let me go to let me go to CZ first. CZ, close us out here. Uh, tell us any final thoughts headed into the weekend and uh, any other final notes you'd like to make. Yeah, I mean, week two of Maction, I'm as excited as ever. We learned a lot last week. Um, the fact that we were able to tread water and sort of, you know, figure it out, five and five, we'll take it. I think... Uh, you know, we've got our picks in. We're not going two picks on every game. I was a little overzealous. We're older, wiser, and we're going to make some money this week. See, uh, I'm sorry, Big Cat. Run it down for you. We like the over in Western Michigan, Buffalo to cover. We like we like uh, the over in Eastern Michigan. We like NIU to, to cover and maybe with an MO win. CMU uh, minus two, and then the over at 75, which is such a big number, and then the Toledo uh, over. Um, I'm 
I'm thinking it's going to be a six and one or seven in a week. So just you know, just get that popcorn, get it all ready, and uh, sit back and watch watch some action. You guys have kicked us off wonderfully. Wonderfully, I love it. If I could actually say the word, you know, it'd be appropriate. But uh, you have you have kicked us off wonderfully for this week. And uh, I'd love to do it every week. We can still talk a little bit more college basketball. So many games. Just pick one, two, or three. We'll keep an eye on them. Um, love having you guys. Um, miss Mr. Fermi, but he'll be back on Wednesday. Coffee and quick picks on Saturday, as always. I'll tell you what, when you're betting as many games as we are, as you just heard the Big Cat say, if you ain't 6-1 and one or 7-0, and oh, well, I got something to tell you. It's only a problem when you're losing. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy Maction, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.